with Matt Massey, who is the senior pastor of North Star just Church. Christian yeah. Church? Just yeah. Church? North Shore Church. North Shore yeah. Church. In Loveland. Um, Matt is very awesome. We have known him for a while. I've been Jason. Uh, you were the only person... Who believed in us. ...who told us that we could have two pastors. Literally. You know, out of sweet. like dozens of other people. We went to two sweet. church planning assessments to try to... So you can't do it. To try to beg Barnes to my No way. We were broke. No way can you... Like, who's going to be in charge? And I was like, well... Dude, well, then they looked at both of us and like, neither of you can be in charge. They looked at Kim and said, maybe Kim, maybe Kristen. These <laughs> yeah. people can... They really like her wives. Like, well, you know why I told you guys could do it? Because I'm not the senior pastor of this church. Yeah, what, are so you I'm, not? I'm just a, we, we do flat leadership. Yeah. So I'm just one of the pastors. So, so, so we would have co's or, I mean, David Smith and I would. Yeah, yeah that's believe. what so everyone that's, told us. So I us believe like, in it because I believe we, we, cause we're doing it. Yeah, they were like, well, somebody's going to get angry. <coughs> Someone's going to ego trip or have right. power. And I was always right. like, dude, you can take it whenever you want to. I'll be in second. I don't care. Right, right, right. And he was like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, but it's, I meet other church planners and who feel so lonely. Yes. And feel yes. like they, even though they have another staff member, it's still like they're the insubordinate. Falls on them. And so like they, I'm like oh, I don't. I mean, because Jason does stuff I don't want to do, yeah. and I do things that he doesn't want to do. I don't do. know if you guys recall. Do you guys recall because I remember that, and I remember uh, Starbucks in Norwood. Yeah, and I, and I actually remember telling you guys could do it because I thought. No, I was going to make a joke. I was going to make a joke. Like, oh, God, somebody. No, I was kidding. Uh, no, but in all seriousness, I just read. I was, that, that was going on nine years ago. Yeah. And I was in the process myself, in my own journey, of feeling very lonely at the top. Hmm. And I just read a book by a guy uh, who had written a book called Lonely at the Top. Mm-hmm. Right. And just feeling the weight and the pressure and not wanting that, wanting to be team. Right. Yeah. Wanting to be team and wanting to do it with friends, wanting to do it with real brothers, as opposed to this managerial right uh dictatorial i'm i'm the we always liken it to like gay dads like when you meet kids (laughs) they've had to learn to say dads or moms like our our whole entire church they just default to pastors like oh our pastors you ask our pastors that's right um and then we've we've taken a great freeing thing it's a great freeing thing one of our jokes is there was one summer where i think it was three weddings where there were people from our church jace they asked jason to officiate it and they asked me to be in the wedding and I'm like, oh, that's sort of our role. Like, you're the official one. Like, yeah. hey, we need something really done. Which is... And they're like, and we just don't want somebody to be next to us. And <coughs> there. I'm like, yeah, that but sounds great. B squared, like, nine years ago, if this ends up where I'm the official one, that's a strange twist for this. <laughs> right? At the, t- oh, wow. at the time, I was... I'm not the guy you pegged to be the official one at all. I'm a little more anal about details than you are. Oh, wow. If it was me in charge, I would have been done. I would have been... <laughs> Which has been a all those guys. All, it's all good. And people, yeah, yeah, people yeah. listening to this have heard this story. But all these church planners that told us no, that told us you can't do it with, with co-pastors, you can't do this, you can't do a community, a community-based church. You have to do doctrinally-based churches. You have to do these kind of things. Everybody that they picked instead of us. So they, you know, you'd, you'd be in this room with fifty church plants. They would go through and evaluate you oh, and decide yeah, this me off decide too. who they were going to give money to and not give money to. None of them ever gave money to us. Every <clears throat> every horse they bet has failed since then. Yeah, there was this one dude uh, up north who like was part of this church planning group and they like went with him and then he walked into the coffee shop like last year. Sometimes I was like, oh hey dude, I'll go to my house to church. He's like, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, well we started and it just didn't you know wasn't going how I wanted. So I'm doing like banking or sales or something now. And I was like. Oh, I was like, well, did something bad happen? He's like, no, it just you. It went good. It started off, but then you know we kind of stopped. I was like, so he just gave up. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And I was like, 
well, that sucks, man. Like, <laughs> why did they give you money? You just gave up, man. Right. It's like, yeah. we're still going. Yeah. He's like, you guys are still going? I'm like, yeah. I really wanted to do it. It was amazing how <laughs> I don't know what your thing was. Because we were already at church plan. We did those church planning assessments, and they were the most destructive things we ever went yeah. through. Well, and because they tried to make us into somebody we were never going to yeah. be. Dude, we were in this, there was one night where they were like, all right, it's 10 o'clock. We've been putting you through this all day. Tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., you need to have a, a church service ready. And we're like, all right. And he's like, I'm like when is this ever going to happen when someone comes and asks you for a pop church service? So, and, and they were like, say, you can't tell a story you've ever told. You can't do a sermon you've ever told. All new stuff tomorrow morning. We're like, all right. So we get up there and we make something up. And it's like, oh, just shit. And, and like, <laughs> this other guy gets up there and is like, jump. He has hula hoops and he's like jumping through them. We have to jump through hoops as Christians. And these church planners are like, man, that was Awesome. Spot on. Man, they're like clapping. I'm up there like, hi, I, I've never said, I don't know, I'm just making this up. So once, like, one statement I, I want to make to you guys about that, and then one question I, I want to ask you guys. Statement, I believe the reason why you guys have made it and the others have failed, this is what I really believe, is because you weren't doing it for the money. Yep, that's for sure. You're just a couple. You're just a couple guys going. This is what we love, right? Right. And it's just. It's just like if I get paid something, I'll get paid something. I don't right. care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus too many guys I meet now are thinking, "What's my salary going to be?" Right. right. Oh, yeah. they're, 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 it's 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 almost like this is better than working at P and G, but I got to right. get paid. But I got to get paid. But, get paid. And in some ways, I feel like the church world has created that too. Absolutely. Hey, I got to no I got to be no family. I got to get paid, and so I no I doubt. get it because that was like. Uh, when I, you know, I graduated seminary who prepared you to do that. Right. And sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I just had no convictions so that I could have just take the paycheck, <laughs> take the paycheck, make the hospital call, sure, sure, sure. live in the parsonage, retire sure. when I'm 80. And, but I was like, ah, I couldn't do that. So <laughs> curious question. What do you think has been, if you were meeting what you do, other young church planners right now, which isn't it weird, by the way, to be like, you're no longer the young church planter. Right. Because really there's, like, there's a bunch coming to Oakley. It's we actually weird, had a whole podcast about it's how weird, insecure and weird it makes it Yes. These, like guys, going, these guys went after us. They came in and tried to undercut where we're running from. They offered the city more money for our building. I was wow. like, hey, we're cool now. Do that well, shit again. There was one <laughs> church plant yeah, 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 yeah. that rented out my coffee shop for a whole year. And I was like, yeah, I'll take your money. And I was, <laughs> I was sitting there listening to them all the time. Like, are they better than us? Exactly. Oh, yeah. They are. Are they cooler than us? They're way cooler than us. And pay. Yeah, we were so insecure. We're insecure. They, they are, come right? and they're like, they got the cool graphics, and I'm like, I don't have time for graphics. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't got time. And, and, for... and you're looking like, how long would that last? And, and, and again, it's about the production rather than right. genuine passion sure, connection. Yeah. So, so what what have you learned? What have you learned? You, the eight years. What, what do you tell them? What have you learned? Perseverance. <laughs> Perseverance is a big deal. I yeah, do. that was like we always talked. There was two pieces of advice we got. One was from you that you were the only one who encouraged us. Like, hey, you guys can do it. That was, we really lived on that. Still do. Still when we're like, cool. And the other, one other dude told us, hey, man, if you can just stick through, it'll be fine. Stay you the gotta, course. You got to stay the course. Exactly. So the other thing that coming out of, so I left North Star and I went to work at a Presbyterian church, yep. which was death. Um, <laughs> it was everything. Like I, lo- I had a great youth ministry. I loved my kids. <coughs> um, I still love my kids. I'm going to do yeah, their yeah. weddings now. They're good kids. Um, but the thing that we do at Legend that I think is, is and I picked this up, as much as I didn't want, I resisted going to seminary when I did, the idea of making Jesus the center of our church and not a set of doctrinal yes. beliefs. So you don't have to sign anything that says you believe any of this when you come to legend. Yeah. Can you come be... Jesus guys. Jesus guys. Or even before that, can you come be a healthy part of the community? Mm. Can you come right. be part that's of right. what we're doing right. and not be disruptive? And that's my... I prefer- it's been cool. There's one dude There's- who in particular is not a Christian at all. He's, he's like, I'm not... 
comes all the time. And he's oh, all, no. he's also always told me, he says, I know that I don't fit in. And I was like, oh, well, why? Why, man? We love you. And he's like, because you guys all like this Jesus and I don't. I'm like, oh, well. We can't fix that. <laughs> that that's, that's, that's right. You're, I'm glad that you, you square that. You sense that. But you belong. Right. But he's still feels you belong. Like it's it's the belong before belief thing. It's right. Like you it's, belong. And so when we did that, we made community our highest value, which means I don't have to run programs. I don't have so to. So wait, do... community is not just a means to an end. It's actually an end. It's actually an end. It is. Wow. Feel, well, that's, and so How's that, that when, I hear, when I hear other people talk about, oh, we're trying to build community, I'm like, I don't, they're not, they don't mean it in the same way I mean. But I'm, you're actually trying to do it as a program. Because, you're trying to do a program right. to yes. get a result. Like, oh, because we're doing these groups and we're doing that. And I'm like, well, you know what? Everything I, like, trick or treating the other night was ministry because everyone that I'm friends with, that I would go trick or treating with, right are there. all church people. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. while I'm walking down the street, I also have to be, there's a new person. Okay, make sure they're involved, they feel connected. But then there's other girls who see someone else and they're like, wow, what about this? And I'm like, okay, I got to go solve this. And I'm like, because every interaction I have is also a church interaction too. And I don't have friends. The thing that I'm trying, the thing I've been thinking about (laughs) lately for like, so far our leadership team, like, you know, you know, Jared and Kim Mm -hmm. who are on our leadership team, helping them to say, okay, this isn't the corporate environment you work in. So we value your wisdom and your experience. The things you bring to us are invaluable. But at the same time, you can't use, for my wife, the same metrics you would use to evaluate success for an employee at the law firm sure. the way you do here. I'm not putting in 60 hours this week. right? I might put 100 hours in. I might put 20 hours in. However, they roll because there is no such thing as off time. Right tomorrow, I'm going to go have a couple of beers with, beers with, with a couple of friends. That's ministry time because those guys go to my church. And if I go and if I go there and act a fool because I had too much to drink, that's going to come back and bite me. Right, that's right, going to impact right. how I'm going to make later. There's no right, right. on or off time. And so, the my pat my my professor at seminary asked me the question. He said, instead of what does it look like if Jesus becomes the parable, like Jesus in every moment of his life is the actual parable he's trying to teach. What does it look like to do ministry where everything you do is the parable? What does it look like to do ministry where the way you help people move, the way you offer to watch people's kids? So it's that's been the thing that I'd like. Seminary and ministry train me to, to fight theological fights, to lead committees, to all these things. The biggest ministry I do is we have a trailer, so I help people move. <laughs> we help and, a lot of people move. And I watch... Uh, and they're like, for, oh, I guess I'll come to your church. <laughs> for, every, for every mom in our church with young kids in the middle of the day, I'll call and say, hey, bring your baby over and go have coffee by yourself without your kid. And it's amazing how I, I don't like watching babies. I never like watching babies. Right. But but it's when you promise to breastfeed that they say I'm in. Look, it's what I do. You're like, Wait, can I what? Is that a fat joke? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's two in a day. No. Um, no, and it's when talking about other church planners, like it does change. It make it takes some pressure off. So because we are so familiar with, and as we're growing lately, it has changed. Like there are people who come, and I think good. Actually, I think there was a real weird point about three years ago where it's like okay, we can't invite 70 people to your house every time you do something. Sure. Where it used to be, all 30 of us would sure. go. Some people get left out. People, and so then we had a wave of new people who don't, they have their own friends. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we love this. So we can jump into it, but we can also be over here. And I think that did help us. But what it does when people know you so well is if you suck one Sunday, it's preaching. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll, and they'll say they'll come like, dude, that one was horrible. Like, yeah, where, yeah. where's your mind at? Or like, oh, right. we know that Jason had a long night. Of course, this sermon's gonna not great be great. Not that yours are ever not great. And, <laughs> but uh, but, but the, what, what you just are, what, you, what you just yeah. articulate is your goal. Your goal is community, right? And in community, Christ-centered community, free community, 
then the goal is not to show. Right. Versus most churches, they're doing the putting the finger in the air to see how did it feel today. Was right. was the production good? I might stay. Right. Was right. the production bad? I'm out. Right. Versus if I'm connected, we might, right, right. We've all experienced that guy. Yeah. That you knew, you know well. You love his heart. You love her heart. And they talk. They're not a great communicator, but you listen because you know who that's they right. are. Yeah, that's right. You have a relationship. Yeah, that's right. Right? And you're just that's like, true. yeah, they're not a great communicator. I don't care, though. Right. Because I know their heart. Or like music. We have, we've had that, too. Like, eh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But, you guys but I'm not here for that. Yeah, exactly. I'm not here for that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's wild. It's, and it, but it makes, it makes a lot of the what, what we do professionally different because Sunday morning is important, but it's not the only thing. Oh it's not the most gosh, important thing. So right? I've got to do, right? I've got to connect right. with other people. Like I keep a list of, okay, are you it's okay? Not okay? So okay? I feel okay? like it's we have good. a little bit maybe of a less stressful way of doing it. However, uh, things don't happen fast. So because we're both sort of doing things, we have to communicate, like, thing, nothing happened, like, we're watching these other church bands, and they're like, bam, ba bam, ba bam, with the advertisements and this, I'm like, oh, dang it, you guys are good, but us, it's like, okay, hey, we need slow, to get to this, it's gonna be a month, uh, we need to, hey, this is a great idea, let's try this, it's gonna yeah. be a while, or, you know, we're gonna start a new small group, but because everyone's doing stuff, we're gonna start it in a couple months, because it's hard to do things, like, immediate, and... So, I actually had a question for you, yeah, yeah. You're somebody who went like biggest mega church in the city to a very small church plant to a stable mid to large sized church now. Yeah. How do you feel like ministry changes in those different contexts? Like for you as the pastor, how like did you have a preference for like small church versus mid church versus large church mm-hmm. versus or do you feel like like how do you feel like you pre- like you're prepared for the different the responsibilities of the pools in those different areas? Uh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, because when you when you uh, as you ask that question, I immediately think about my youth ministry days. Yeah, right. And I think about uh, starting. Did you, know, did you know that you? So I heard this story. Matt interviewed for the job that I took at Crestview. Oh, really? And turned I did. It, so I was in high school, and you had a youth ministry at Lakota. Yeah. And you, there was they, they tried to get you at the Presbyterian church yep. that I worked at. Yeah, let's be clear. Let's be clear. There was no interview. Okay. <laughs> I didn't okay. interview. Okay. So the story was that I was told is that you were offered this job. And we're like, uh uh-uh. And then well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't interview. Okay. They offered. They offered okay. me to. They asked me if I. And I was like, I was like, hell to the no. And then the next guy took yeah, the yeah, job yeah. and I took his spot. Yeah, yeah. I should. Who was the next guy? I forget his name. You probably shouldn't say the name on the. I forget his name. But so anyway, so yeah, I, I, ended like, up, I, I ended up taking the job yeah, that you were smart about to yeah, take. Was, so uh, so when you think about, it, it's similar to, my I think it's a consistent story, when I started youth ministry and was uh, five ten guys, you know, as when I was a P and G guy, and in the basement of a house in Lakota with five ten, guys, I I I remember thinking I've died and gone to heaven. <laughs> Because of the, just the the beauty and the joy and the messiness and the depth of connection yeah. with five to ten guys and 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 just and I remember someone said I remember hearing someone say years ago that uh, uh, when they were planting their church and there were five people I think it's maybe an Andy Stanley hmm. he said we realized uh, at five people he said we're never going to get smarter than we are right now. Because right. every person we add, we're going to get dumber. Right. right. <laughs> because vision leaks. Right. Every person you add, and you, you and every person you add, you feel disconnected. You feel less connected. And oh, you, that's just really this. Good. And so with that five to ten guys, I remember thinking, I've died and gone to heaven. And then we hit 20. And I thought, well, this is fun. You know, but like, and then you hit 30. 
And then 50, and it was fun. There was an energy that came right. with that, but there was a loss yeah. right. that came with it. And then we were 300 kids in the basement. Yeah. And there was prestige that came with that. But like everything yeah. had, every, the change had good and bad. The, 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 the smaller had good and bad. Yeah. And so at VCC, when I was at Springdale Vineyard, uh, boy, I mean, at that time it was four or 5,000 people. And I mean, to speak 12 times a year on the big stage, it was energizing. You only had 12 times? It was, uh, what's that? 12 times, that's all you get there? Yeah, at that time I was probably once a month, as I was speaking about oh, once a month. Awesome. I was, that's awesome. I'd love to speak 12 times. <laughs> so right, 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 right. To get paid to do that and, yeah. and to be quote-unquote discipleship pastor, which means uh, grab that's coffee cool, with people. Yeah, I mean, it was... It There's was, it was, energy in that it a was lot. A, but, 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 but it was... Uh, so, so there was... It was energizing in that... I had this celebrity status. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was energizing that I had a platform where I used to grab coffee with people. But it was bummer in that I had no community. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so, so it was, it was the downside of that was, you know, so who right. cares? Because at the end of the day, you give a talk and you, and, and on Monday you look at your wife and go, what'd you think? I, what'd you think about my talk? She goes, I don't even know what you talked about it. For me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, it's like my wife. I'm like, Hey, so so-and-so said that was good today. What'd you think? She's like, eh, I could tell you. I mean, She's like, I could tell your brain wasn't around. I'm like, and that's saying what my, my wife, on Sunday, she'd say that was really good. But on Monday, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. They don't remember. It's true. Because what they care about is community. What they care about is discipleship. What, what, what changes a life. Is is real connection, right? And so, so then, when when we planted North Star, it was all about I want my own stories, I want my own community, and so then we started this thing, and there was that vibrance and the energy and the connection, yeah. the depth of relationship, and we were, we were fifty people, and then a hundred people, and it was such a deep connection, and that was fun, but then you don't feel like you have the same. Uh, gosh, what you had! You had, so, you had so much momentum, and you had you had you had stuff you could do at the big place. Right, right. You could quote unquote make a difference, but were we making a bigger difference? Right. You know, and so then we felt like we were making in some way a bigger difference because we were in the lives of people, fifty people, hundred people, but now we're a thousand. We're we're twelve hundred, right? Thirteen hundred people. I was gonna say when we were when we were at North Star, Kim would say this is the place where she came alive as a Christian. Because it was it was um, Sharon McAtee, probably three hundred people, right? Invested in her and, and yes. loved her and spent time with her yes. and um, the impact that was made. There's there. life on life connection, yeah. and, and 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 it's in a situation where because you're a small enough community, you go like, hey, the Wilcoxes weren't there this Sunday. Where were they? Right, right, right. You know, and and now you know you got a friend that calls you goes, man, we haven't been to church in six weeks. I'm like, you weren't? What? No. <laughs> Didn't know that. And you right. try to act, oh, I know, I missed you. Yeah. It's like you know, and and so this is the. The upsides and downsides, um, I don't know if you remember Shogun, yeah. you know, wrote a book years ago called The Pretty Good Church. And his whole emphasis of the book was that uh, there's, this, there's this number that you hit where we're not too big to, uh, to not feel connection, but we're not too small where we don't feel like we can make an impact. Mm-hmm. There's that thing. Right. And and try to find that thing. And if you're, you know. So anyway, so to ask to answer the question, it's it's each each size has its benefits, 
and each size has its draw right. drawbacks. Because well, that's the problem we see. The people who write the books, like the simple churches and the whatever, when like we're reading, it, we're like, oh, this is exactly what we're doing. But it's really easy to write that when you have like a big church, you're making right. a lot of money. I'm like, oh well, this is how it was really good, and we're right. like. It is really good, but it's really hard this way right, too. Right, right. And then you look at and then you look at me like, and you actually weren't doing it for that long. Right, it was, it was yeah. more of an ideal you had. Right. Yeah. We saw Francis Chan speak, and he was telling us, like, hey, I mean, you got twenty five thousand people in your church, and you have an office, and your bills are paid. You know, yeah. I'm, we're in a situation where I'm okay because my wife has a job, um, but if we didn't, I don't know. Sure, I don't yeah. know what we'd do. I, sure. I got kids and a house and those kind of things. I've been I've been take care of them and so and it's a it's a. By the way, can I say that's what makes you actually really effective though? Right. Right. Because you're able to make decisions not based on I need to get the the tithe. Right. right. You're just doing this. Back to that statement I made you guys earlier. You're just doing what you love. Just right. Doing it. Yep. I mean, yeah. if you're independently well, that's the million dollar question. If we're all independently wealthy, what decisions will we make in regards to our churches? Right. Right. If I'm not drawn aside, what will we do? And I don't know that. I think a lot of guys would still keep doing the big show because they love the sure. attention they get right. from the stage. I have this theory that all pastors are struggling with depression issues and insecurity issues and that ministry helps feed into those things. Oh, let's be clear. It's a bunch of guys who have small penises. <laughs> and they're trying to, with the exception of me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true, actually. <laughs> Uh, what's it like artists artists are the same way They're oh awesome. yeah like, look that. at me look at me look at me yeah. Yeah. and there's this weird reality of you have to have a level of narcissism to do oh, this oh yeah. yeah yeah it's just it's a when you look in the mirror go oh dang I'm one of those guys yeah. like, I'm so weird... not introflective or whatever introspective that you guys are talking like Am I narcissistic? Am I? Do right. I have a small penis? Right, 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 <laughs> What's going right. on? I never thought of these things. Right, and it's just, it's just true. Well, I mean, it's just... I there's varying degrees of it, but I mean, this, the other thing that I don't, and I think this is what I would say to all church, I said it, we were involved with a couple church planning organizations around, but they didn't know what to do with us either. And they were all young guys. They hadn't planned their church yet, and they've got big plans. I'm like, none of that's going to work. Right, right. No, gonna, and I say, and the thing And even like, if it does, why do you want it to work? Like, right. What is your whole goal? Well, my thing was, is you're not ready for the crazy that's going to center around your church right. plant because right. you can't push people away. You're desperate to get somebody in the door to keep yeah, the doors open. Exactly. And, um, are, you, are, you, are you wanting people to come because you really want them to connect with Jesus or do you need your ego to be stroked? Did you ever read uh, Keller's little 50-page book, uh, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness? No. Uh, oh, it, it's a must read. I, I read mm-hmm. it once every six months. Okay. And it talked about the introspective, like genuinely... So his whole thing is, is uh, if you get to that place of true gospel humility, then you neither t- think too high of yourself or, too or you think too low of yourself. You're merely not thinking about yourself at mm-hmm. all. And I'm talking to a bunch of young church planters, and they're going, wow, if I really believe this, I might lose my effectiveness. I'm like, tell me more. Because <laughs> I might stop driving to get more people. In my- I'm like, oh, that's sad. Right, yeah. right, right. Because, again, your motive for getting people in the door is because you're insecure. Right. You're, the guy, the guy that's got the driven business, it's he's insecure. He's driving. It's like the, 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 what he was saying was, "What makes me effective is my fucking insecurity." Mm-hmm. Can I say that on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what, what drives me? My kids already know they're not is, allowed to listen to it. Exactly. <laughs> what, 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 but what drives me is my insecurity. Right. And isn't that sad? Right. When the reality is, if I really was walking in true gospel humility, I'm neither thinking about myself too highly, which is an insecurity. I'm thinking, not thinking of myself too low, low, which is insecurity. I mean, he says, he says, by the way, in terms of the ego, when's the only time I think about my big toe? When it hurts. When it hurts. Mm-hmm. 
And so the only time I th think about my ego is when it hurts. And the, the thing, when my ego hurts, that's when I drive to make myself effective. Right. Versus if I'm really healthy, I'm just going to do what I'm doing. That's right. And if it grows, it grows. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Right. Because that's what I do. It was amazing. Boy, how healthy that would be. Yeah, it was amazing awful. when I stopped saying numerical growth is a goal. Oh, when my When I gosh. just said, if God God brought us 50 people. Yeah. Who cares? And I said, I've got, God's given me these people. If I can be faithful with these small things, then I can trust God to do whatever he wants to do here. And. Yeah. If well, this is all our, God. That makes you really dangerous, by the way. Our battle cry is it makes you really dangerous. there is nothing that happens to get at our church that's not like, oh my God, I must have done that. I, we don't know why you keep coming. Like, I tell people all the time, this is like, we have like two really like hip. pretty, attractive, cool, hip couples that come. And I was like, oh, they're not going to stay. <laughs> we are not going <laughs> to Have you guys had a crossroads? Because it's like <laughs> right there. really cool. There. Did no, they like, stay. Oh, wow. And we're always like, why are you wow. still here? Really? I just thought we got but, but it really does make you dangerous. Can I just tell you, it really makes you dangerous. Yeah. And it's it's at 50 years old now. I can't believe I'm 50, but it's because I feel <laughs> the maturity of a 22-year-old. But but at 50 years, I, I believe I'm at my most healthy and dangerous when I'm really this place like, ah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just genuinely, I don't care if we grow. Now, that's not where I always am. Right, right, right. I mean, there's, right. I, 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 you know, my barometer of health is when I'm like, uh, no one's here this morning. Where did we go? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought I'd arrived with health, mm -hmm. and then I realize I'm still paying attention to, yeah, you know, how much can you bench? You know, it's like, that's still, I'm still the 15 year old kid, you know? I think every Sunday I've always had the belief, because there's been some Sundays, especially a couple years ago, where it's like, oh man, everyone is gone. Because when, oh, when yeah. everyone goes, everyone goes. And, uh, but I've always had like, I think I told myself one Sunday when it was real, like no one was here. I was like, Oh, you know what? I think whoever's here is probably all that needed to hear what I had to yeah. say today. Um, and so I'm always like, Oh, well it looks like a lot of people need to hear what I had to say <laughs> or you know what? This one was probably you should, shit. You should say that to them on Sunday morning. Yeah. God, God's got something hard for you guys. This yes, Everybody else is helping me. You exactly. got something that needs to be said to you. How long do you spend on sermons? 42 hours. No, yeah, gosh, the, 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 <laughs> I like, oh. I, I'm, I'm like, uh, okay. I'm probably like at, uh, the cocky Matt would say one hour, but the realistic Matt says, I want to be at a place where it's been one hour, where I'm, where I'm genuinely sitting uh, down to, yeah, to but, I, but I, but I'm probably five hours. Yeah. I'm probably five hours. Yeah, that's and, about us. Yeah. And, 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 right. so, and, and so, and so, you, I would consider you a dynamic communicator. So, uh, uh, Tim Keller, Mike Frost wrote that book about like how monologue sermons, the future may not be great unless you are a dynamic communicator. Oh. Um, I don't know if I well, believe that or not. That. But yeah. I do think that you're a dynamic communicator. I, I try to... I, I'm at my best. I don't know about you guys, but you may be the same. I'm at my best when I'm driving around and I'm just thinking about it. It's in my mind. Oh, yeah. And I'm hanging out with coffee and, you know, and Jason and I go, Hey, I've got this. I've been looking at this passage. It's, it's rocking me right now. What do you think? And we're talking. And as we're talking, it's actually writing my sermon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's that in the dialogue. Right. And then I go home Friday, and I go, da, 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 and I write it out in 45 yeah. minutes. Well, every Sunday. That's my best. Yeah, those yeah, are my oh, best yeah. talks. Every Sunday, I'm always like, you know, I was thinking about this, and I tried to fetch it. You know, last week sometime, but really it was like, this happened yesterday. Yesterday yes. I was having a conversation. I was like, oh, I need to say this. But I'm my like, band you know, a couple of weeks ago, as I was processing the sermon. <laughs> my right. band was playing one night. And um, we were at this bar in the East End, and Justin walks in, and we go on our set break, and it's midnight. And he's like, so I've got this, I've got this thought, I don't know what to do with it. And I looked at it, and I was like, well, what about, I need two whiskeys. And the bartender brought us whiskeys, and we sat there and sketched out the sermon yeah, yeah. all the way through, because we could just, A, there was some pressure to it. Right. We had to get it done. 
But the two of us work together. We work better than we work together. Yeah. Um, I tend to think whiskey makes most things better. So that just <laughs> yeah, that just except sex. <laughs> if we ever write a book, it'll Almost be whiskey wrote this book. We are gonna write a whiskey wrote this book. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I really do. I really uh, I, I remember years ago going to a Willow Creek. It was the last Willow Creek conference I ever went to. And again, they're great. Blah blah sure, blah, yeah. blah 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 blah. That's for all those listening. Great. I think they're wonderful. Right? We just lost all our Willow Creek followers. Exactly, because <laughs> they're so popular. Right, Bill, on this podcast. Bill Hybels isn't listening to us anymore. It's, it's, it's a Bill, Bill Hybels gets up, and it's, it was a speakers conference. And Bill Hybels gets up, and he talks about the twenty-five hours of prep work he does. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, "Then I'm going to be a failure." That's what it requires. What do you, you don't like people? Then you yeah, don't care right, about people. That's it. We actually said that exact I, same I'm thing. I'm about people. Like people. I love yeah. people. And and I, I didn't get in this to do a. To do twenty five hours, it's, it's twenty five hours. I mean, it's a waste sick. of time. I don't. That's a you do? waste. Of, right, you, you're wasting. And if you're spending twenty five hours on a talk, then I don't you know how it would do that. I guess and, and, and I guess, again. and I guess maybe Andy Stanley does. I think maybe he does put it. And he's a great communicator. Right. right. Driscoll said he he's a, forty. Oh, and Driscoll's. Well, let's see what we got there. <laughs> right. Man, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's a dynamic speaker. But then that pressure, yeah. that pressure to always be oh that great A type personality, it exploded on him. You, and, and, and you can't maintain and, that. And you are about. You. Right. I don't right. believe you're about the kingdom. If you're right. spending 25 hours, and there's this tension, because we don't want to get up there and be like, you yeah, know, Lord just spoke to me today. Because you know, we've all seen that. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah, like, yeah. I remember uh, there was a guy that I, I did a, a uh, you know, you, you passed, right? I did, I did a co-retreat with him. And so we had like 200 kids there. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I just want to tell you, I just woke up this morning, the Lord's going to tell me, I'm like, oh no, and it was shit. And it was complete, I'm like, I'm like you're coming up with this as you go, and it's shit. Oh, right. So there's this tension between 25 hours, which yeah. is stupid. And I just thought about this as I'm right. going. You have a job, um, dude. Do your job. There was one that we were at this, some like youth specialist conference, and Brennan Manning was there. And he was staying at the hotel we were at. And we were all walk outside. And then there's Brennan Manning walking across the pond, cause of, or around the pond. He's probably course, thinking about it. Of course, it that that's night. it. Yeah. So we went up and I was like, Hey, Brendan, how's it going? And he was did not want to talk to us right, stupid right, kids. Right, right. We're like, oh my God, Brendan Manning. He's like, hey. And we're like, uh, hey, uh, what are you going to talk about tonight? He's like, well, I don't know. I was just thinking Still about it. Still praying about it. I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And he got up there and was, I'm like, ah, he's good. He's right, good. Right, but right, you right. can't. But my thing but he's is, he's Brendan Manning. I mean, if you started, if you started <laughs> your ministry today, it would take more time to do your sermon prep than it does. You've been doing this for 20 years, right? And so you've got North like is fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even. Uh, when we first started, I like manuscripted. Yeah. I don't do that. I, no I, now I, mine looks like Jared always looks at me. He's like, "This is your sermon." I'm like, "It's some scratch and some drawings <laughs> on a piece of paper." You know, you know what's interesting? When I was a youth pastor, it was a half page of paper, half piece of paper with four bullet points. Right. You know? The passage I was passionate about, what I wanted to convey, and I just told the story, and and then when I when I went to cemetery. Right, <laughs> and then I went to VCC, and felt the pressure. I was all manuscripted. Yeah, yeah. right. And I was there, and now I'm back. Back to points. To the yeah. and and when I and and the the writing out is purely just me talking, and I write just to see how long is this going to be. Yeah, because right. I want to yeah. keep it. A, and 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 I don't go up there with that. Right. But I go back up. I'm back to going up there. Do you go over with, it? Out loud first before you do it on Sunday. Give me lighting and say no. <laughs> I do. No, I do. Yeah, I do. I have. Yeah, that, I, I that's just, the only thing just, that helps me. I can't. I don't writing it out. I just don't have. I'm not a writer, so I just. I, I definitely write either. a lot. And so, but going through it, I go through. I wake up I every talk morning. Talk it out loud at like yes. six. 
Yeah. I go to the coffee shop because no one's there, and I just do it to the coffee shop uh, while I'm making coffee yeah. for church. And uh, and that's where I really feel like, oh, okay, let me it's have a this way story. for me to, to to just play it out loud, right? Yeah. To hear myself. I'm. 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 And then I get mad I'm later an, on are when I'm like, are you auditory? Oh yeah. So me, me too. I'm when I got mad later on when I was like, I'll be like, oh, I said this at the coffee shop this morning. I didn't say it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. When I was yeah. a school teacher, my fifth belt class was always better than my first belt class. Because I'd done it five times. Sure, right sure. I, I worked out kinks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Your brain retains is what my brain doesn't and I'm, retain. I'm gonna bet you your first one's better than your second one. Oh, always. Like, Every time. I'm, Every I'm time. I'm the same because I'm just in the past. Yeah, now. and I'll get up and the jokes are fresher. And I repeat the joke. It's like that was flat. <laughs> Dude, I do that. I do that. Or I, you know, what I do all the time is I'll be like. I'll be going through it and I'll have like an off the cuff joke and I'm like, I'm gonna remember that one. And then I pretend like it's off the cuff again when I do it the second time. I'm like, oh, I don't know why I was gonna say that, but I did. You know, and, and, and I do think there's something, a turn of a phrase yeah. can be something good to write. Right. Down, right? We are, we are, it was like the first, latest this happened, there was one Sunday I said something. And someone quoted me on like Facebook. I was like, "What the what?" Yeah. And then the very next, like two weeks later, someone wrote about Jason's sermon. Oh man, our pastor said this this morning. We're like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And then we were both like, "Should we like, should we phrase out our you do better phraseology to like make them all quoted?" So that's my goal now. I want some. Can I get somebody to quote me on Facebook? Yeah, that's can, my can goal. I, can I say my 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 two goals now? Remember the old young life thing was give them something to believe and something to do. Right? Whenever you talk, give something to believe, something to do. Right. But I think that that was always a model I had as a youth pastor. Sure. But that's not my, my, my two goals now are number one, let them be inspired by the story. Right. I want to inspire them with the story because we live in story. Yep. Right. Yep. And then my second goal is I believe we don't need more information. Exactly. Right. Yep. We need prophetic interpretation. Okay. That- we, we talked about that, that's Bruggeman. That history. was Bruggeman. Was that Bruggeman? Okay. So he wrote Prophetic Imagination. That's his whole his whole oh, wheelhouse. So he's brilliant then. So, since yeah. I said it, he's brilliant. He's yeah. brilliant. You read the book. Yeah, I, book. I think I will. I mean, that's really is it. That sounds good. It's uh, actually probably the second. How old is him now? How, how, how old is him now? How old is he now? He's eighty three. Eighty three. Wow. Yeah. Jason was in him with the car yesterday. <laughs> the old guy. That's awesome. But like, but like prophetic. I really like like my kids. I've got a 70-year-old and a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old. They're not looking for me to give them more. They can get the information they can right. faster than me. Right now. Yep. Like, 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 like they're, they're smarter than me. Yep. Right, because that's and, and, the thing. And, but they need a 50-year-old to say, let me interpret what's going right, on. Right, because let that's it. Like, interpret when it comes on. to the, when I used to, like, okay, I have to spend at least 10 hours working on a sermon, I would just read stuff and then plagiarize it, regurgitate it, like, uh, and this is this, and, and it... It never worked. It wasn't interpretation. And yeah, it was just. Yeah. I guess what well, well, all, all, all preaching is local, right? Everything, everything yeah. you're doing is local. It's actually sort of my. I had the one trend in ministry I don't like right now is the idea of satellite campuses where you're just broadcasting yeah. yourself fifty miles away. Well, because they need us, right? Right, because that, that's what it feels like. Yeah, right? There's can, no one in that yeah. other yeah. place that has the gift of standing me. in front of They need me as the expert. Yeah. And so you can't have some young leader. We we would have never gotten a sh- that that guy that's doing the satellites would have never gotten a shot, right? If they didn't have if they had the satellites back right. then, right? But anyway, and I so, digress. So what I'm trying to do when I preach is to think, oh, who are the folks? Who are living the same community that I live in, yeah. and the same story, like they're they have kids. Because you're giving them context, right? right. Not right. content. And right. what's cool about the two of us is because we're two totally different people and we process differently. I don't always feel like Jason is 
super smart, and he's going to, I always describe it as, Jason's going to tell you why you probably need Jesus, and I'll just tell you that Jesus loves you. Like, that's sort of the deal. And, like, so I don't ever have to worry, like, okay, are they learning enough? Because, you know, when Jason gets up next week, you're gonna they're the going to con- learn. You're going to have the connected story. And then I'll be and like, he's going to have the apologetic. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and I think people good. see it that way, too. Like, that's oh, good. and. That's a good one-two punch. Like, oh, this is. Oh, I'll get this this day and this thing. And I think yeah. with me, they're like, oh, who knows what the hell Luke? Who knows what he's gonna do? A lot of drawings. They draw a lot. You're the one that gets people to leave the church, though. That's <laughs> true. Consistently. People get mad at me, and I'm not even the rebel. You're the more inflammatory than true. I am, which is hilarious. I think it's just because I get them like, oh, well, well, and they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's what's the uh, what's the hardest thing you guys have experienced in your eight years? What's the thing you're like, man, that's been the hardest thing. So I, for me, the answer really like I was not prepared for how lonely ministry was going to be. Like even how it, even without too like there's when I was a public school teacher I had 180 relationships a day like I had all con- I was constantly in when I was a youth pastor I had 200 kids I'm all over well and you're an introvert <laughs> more and more that's, oh, you are. that's gotten way worse as ministry like over the you last more, the more 10 years I got okay, over the last 10 years I got more introverted so it's there are times when I feel like and it's it's mine it's yours it's yours but like there are times like oh man I've got to go serve this person do this thing do this thing do this thing do well this you thing. have to go find people now right yeah and so so and Part of this loneliness, this is why connecting with you or connecting with people has been really healthy for us. We are off the church planning radar. Most of the time, there aren't any more roadmaps for us. Like the way we're doing things, the typical church plant model doesn't have advice for us anymore. And so you're just going, ah. And, you know, by the way, not only that, you're no longer a plant. Right, right. You're not a plant anymore. It's like, it's like you're eight years old. That's not a plant. Right. right. We're grizzled down. You're an established like, church. That, I, I know. Mine is the relational drainage. Like, I, this year, last couple of years has been the time where people, I feel like when people get very upset about something, they come to me, which is great. I'm, I like that. But, like, I, lately I've just been so drained by relationships. And there's so, and I feel like it's always my job when someone new comes, like, oh, man, I'm going to go, hey, how's it going? And then I end up spending time with new people, and the people who have been my friends forever are like, oh, we don't have, and then they get upset, and then I go over here, and then then people are like, well, we don't get enough time with it. And I feel so stretched and pulled to where I think last year I pulled back a lot, but then this year I feel like, oh, I feel like that's not good. And I so I get really drained this year. I like this year. I think is the first year ever in my life where I seek solitude a lot more than yeah. I ever did. Where I'm like, I, even with my kids, I'm like, I'm shutting the door, and just don't come. Give me twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hang out in the bathroom floor for a while with my phone, just <laughs> doing nothing because I just need to be like I, that. That that's mine. That's been the hardest thing for me this year. Is just, so you uh, you just referenced. A joking, you know, people leave. Has that been hard for you guys as people come and go? Oh, we haven't had many, but the it, ones... It depends on why they leave. I hate them. <laughs> like, in my heart, I'm so angry. At, because why? there's so, well, there's people that come, checked it out, not dug it and left. And, and I don't care. I, I get that. Some people, we are not everyone's cup of tea, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, but there have been people who have invested in the community, and we've invested in them. Yeah. So, and so, it actually so why? Like, why? Why does it hurt when they leave? Because I invested in them and they're my friends. I thought. Well, I because we're not because they're not members of our church. They're people that we're in. Yeah. We're in real community with. Yeah. Like you've been. But in my that house community and can be my broken and by you know we've by been things we apart. didn't see coming. Yeah. Like and my thing is if somebody's mad at me because I did something dumb, then I just apologize for it. I know that I did something dumb. I don't. I'm not above apologizing. It's when it comes out of nowhere that somebody's mad at you about something you didn't know about or they yeah. leave because of something you weren't. That wasn't about right. you or the whatever. It's that kind of like... Well, and it's it also... It, this is a weird... I don't know if it's a coincidence or not. The people that the church has invested in financially, 
we're all the people that left too. Where I'm like, how can you say these things about our church when the church did so much for you and the, we so, don't so, we so don't what, say that we what, paid your bills. And what you're hitting your on is it's personal. Right, it is personal. There's nothing, no other business. I get so mad at this. There's no other business that feels as personal. I think that's, that's right. right. That's my hardest thing. So, so it's touching because you said it can feel lonely. Like my wife, my wife Kim, and I look regularly. Like everyone else has the option to leave, but us. Yep. Yeah. Now, that's when true. you're when you're as teammates. Like like I'm in I'm in it with Dave. I know he's not going. Anywhere. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. He, we're, we're, right. He, he, you know, you, if, if you're the only person leading it, then you're looking at, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're looking at, you're the only one thinking about how your children's pastors do. You're the only one thinking right. about. You, you guys are dual. You're right. both thinking about. We it. always say we. Yeah, we are the yeah, only yeah, ones with feel, that aerial perspective. Yeah, we. Of it. It's a we. We yeah. is better than me. Yeah, right? for true. sure. But even in a we, it's like they just left. Even if it, even if it's a job transfer. Right. Great. Uh, this person you love is like, hey, we're moving to our Arizona. Ugh. What? Yeah. What? what? I, I'm not leaving. Yeah, it is we're sad. Staying. There's a couple in our church right now who have been coming. They're awesome. They come like every Sunday. But when they got there, like, hey, you know, our, we're just here for a year because our job's transferred out. And we're both like, huh, what? what? Hey, what? Hey, and, 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 and I'm not going to talk yeah. to you anymore. I'm going to have a hard time. It's just like, it's going to hurt my heart. I'm trying to convince them to stay. The whole time. And no one else feels it. And again, in the PG world, the GE world, someone doesn't like your product. Like, I don't care. Right. Right. It's just. It's just. I'm not buying PG products anymore. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> right. 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 But it's because it's not personal. Right. But well, it's we, so. It feels so personal. It is very well, we joke. And we could. You just said I hate. Them. It's hard not to. It is true. That's honest. Uh, there's. The, uh, we're starting this new small group, and this one couple still hangs out with a couple who left their <laughs> church, and. <laughs> Can I talk about that? I mean, I don't, and, I don't know. and they're like, hey, I want them to come to our, our small group. This I don't want them to come. In my head, I was like, yeah, I don't want them to come. Yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> Am I and, typing angrily? And you, you see you see them at, at, at gathering events. You see them out in public, and you just think to yourself, be godly, be godly, be godly, yeah. be godly, because I don't like you. And right. why? Jesus it it, it, it takes it so personal. It's true. It's so... Well, and it's like learning how to get to that place where you genuinely freedom of self-forgetfulness, but it's hard. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's my hardest thing. That it's my is, hardest that thing. That would be mine. We joke. We couldn't, like... So our our sons have grown up as best friends. Like brothers. They, they're together all the time. I couldn't leave that. Right. right. Oh, yeah. All of my kids' Somebody friends asked in my church. Time, like, oh, would you take another job if someone, like, a crossroads offered you a sweet job? I was like, well, if I wanted to tell everyone that I love and care about to go screw themselves... Yeah. Then sure, yeah. but I can't do yeah. that. For an extra, for an extra twenty percent, extra twenty percent, right? Yeah. It's it's, it's a now weird make it thirty percent. We're I talking. <laughs> it probably be sixty percent. Reality, and I was like, and um, but no, it's it's. But the flip side of that is, I don't want to solve that. I don't want it not to be personal, because I'm personally invested. The only thing I've got is my presence. Right. And I said I said that to a woman this morning. I have no wisdom for you. I have the experience that I've lived, which is worth about as much as your experience that you've lived. I've studied the scriptures, well, well, we, and I'm we, in. Well, we do want to solve it right? in that I'm not walking around with the insecurity. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. There, there, there's a fine line between, boy, bummer that you don't like this, and bummer, right. I'll miss you. I genuinely, And there's right. a sadness in my heart as you go. But I'm not pining away with right. bitterness in my heart now like, right. you son of a bitch. 
<laughs> that's that's about me. I had to like unfollow people from Facebook because I think every time I see them, I'm like, oh, that's, and that's about me. And that's we have awesome right. people in our church who are still trying to bring them back into community. I'm like, why? Like, I don't want them here. I don't want them here. They're dead. Right. To me. Why are you doing that? Dead, yeah, dead dead to me. Me. We, that's the thing. Yes. Dead to me. Who? Like, we'll be in the leadership team. They're like, so and so. I'm like, who? Right. In the very next breath, there's a level of wisdom to say, hey, that person is probably not a healthy person for me, even right. if they do come back. They're not a person, health, healthy yeah. person for me. To what what Jason's saying is, you always have to, if we're the type of community we want to be, you always have to leave room for them to come back. You have to. Right. You have to. Because people, people make mistakes. We all gospel. make mistakes. We're it's broken. The gospel. And, but the gospel is also me saying, hey, this hurt me. Yeah, exactly. And so we have to square this up. We have to talk because the person of Jesus is bigger than the stuff that goes between us. And so at some point, we have to square up. Right. I don't know what the process is of squaring up. And that may take... We have, That's when you can use the Bible verse, hand them over to Satan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's biblical. So I guess. Like literally, you had a person leave our church when we went from an hour service to an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> like, And they left because it's too, too much time. Too long. Too That's time. too long. And blah, blah, blah. And, and, and we're, we're creating space for communion, which communion ministry time, which is the best thing we ever did. Just mm. creating more space mm. for yep. communion ministry time. One of the best things we've ever done. And, 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 and they're back. Yep. And everything within me is like, you loser. What a loser. <laughs> you and, 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 and they, I, I guarantee they're not listening to this, so thank you. Like, but, but, because they'll know. Because I just sit, I, I just <laughs> oh, sit no. down with them. I guarantee they're not listening to this. Because, <laughs> but they would know. And, 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 but, because I just sit down with them and I just say, look, you know what? I, I, it's okay. And I'm not angry at you, but that was petty. Yeah. And I have a hard time, so we got to get through that. Yeah, we'll do that in order to have a healthy dialogue, so I don't see you and go petty, worthless person. Right, right. Petty, it, small, penis person. <laughs> well, youth ministry taught me that. Youth ministry taught me that if somebody loses their shit on you for nothing, something else is happening. Yeah, this is about that. This is, this about is that. really about and that. So, and then I would, I remember going to a guy saying, "Well, let's talk about that. Well, what's it, going it's on? It's cool. Do you want to get me fired? Right, right. And right look, right. there's a thousand reasons I should be fired. You missed the mark." Yeah. You didn't get the one read like I'm taking kids out to concerts. We're staying out till mid. Like these are the things I should be fired for because sure. it's me and 25 kids. That's terrible. Yeah. The thing you're trying to get me fired. Stupid. What do you really yeah, want to well, talk you about? You did a nude hot bath with those five boys. That oh, should come have on. Fired. Come on. It's There's Greek. so many things on this. It's podcast Greek that I should not. <laughs> no, I'm just glad it's you. <laughs> my my attorney wife is nervous right now. <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap up. Yeah. Uh, awesome to talk to you, man. You're yes. always so... And you've been encouraged. That was so frenetic, for a long by the way. Time. That was so frenetic. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. That's that's great awesome. trans... We're known for our awesome transitions. Exactly. Yeah, it's totally. But yeah, um, man, you've encouraged us and believed in us for a long time. And that meant yeah, a lot. it so is. Like, I was really blessed. Blessed. That's so hashtag blessed. I was really honored <laughs> to be to be called by you guys. And I'm like, oh. I, I really was, I, I said, I don't even care if there's no one listening to a podcast. It's just to be I figured called you'd be like, yeah, conversation. No, that. Well, I, oh, and you're still one of the guys we look to. You're still thanks, one of the guys. And you're one of the guys that for me personally, thanks. are always the standard I judge myself against as a pastor. Do I love people like this guy? Do I take care of people in my building yeah, and build a ministry like that? So, thanks. And you look, did people ever tell you look like Christian Bale? I have been. You want to fucking Jesus?